for that. All right, let's make our way back to the book of Acts uh, this evening, and uh, we'll be uh, in chapter number one. Uh, again, continuing with our thoughts from this morning, if while you're making your way uh, there, uh, I had, uh, I don't know where I did with it, a visitor's card from this morning uh, somewhere, somewhere, I think, there it is. Uh, and we had a lady named Phyllis uh, who was brought here by a friend. I just moved, uh, well, not just moved, it was in June uh, when she uh, moved down here. And she's at Wesley and Bradley Park and will be needing rides to come. But she fell in love with our church today and uh, she just knows this is where she wants to go. And so if you are uh, available or you think of um, uh, this might be an opportunity for you to serve and pick her up uh, for church. And uh, uh, she and her uh, friends sat right over here uh, and it was a blessing to have them uh, here. But we'll, uh, we'll be needing rides uh, in the future. So if that's something you want to do, you just let me know uh, and we can give you the information uh, and things as well. Acts chapter number 1, let's stand again tonight as we read just uh, uh, three verses, uh, starting verse number 6 down through verse number 8 in stretch. And I'm going to be mindful of our time, but also I want to give them time to uh, all the judges went out there. You know, I'm thinking during the millennial reign, we'll rule and reign uh, with the Lord. And uh, I'm kind of hoping uh, that... um, like God puts me somewhere in the south and I can part of my job duties would be to judge barbecue and uh, and other things maybe uh, might be something to think about <laughs> but uh, we'll uh, of course again have a good time verse number six says when they therefore were come together they asked of him saying Lord wilt thou at this time restore again the kingdom of Israel he said unto them it is not for you to know the times or the seasons which the father hath put in his own power but ye shall receive power uh, come upon you Excuse me, after the Holy Ghost has come upon you, and ye shall be witnesses unto me both in Jerusalem and all Judea and in Samaria and unto the uttermost part of the earth. Heavenly Father, I pray that you bless our message tonight and again our fellowship. We love you in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you. Please be seated. Uh, this morning, uh, kind of going through these verses, if you were in here uh, for the service, um, uh, it's kind of brief uh, kind of review, uh, looking at uh, what the Lord laid out uh, as far as the history, uh, rehearsing what uh, happened after the ascension and the witnesses were there. Uh, we talked about that uh, being logos, the word, uh, the information that was given uh, as uh, Luke was writing this out. Uh, which really got down to the point uh, where, uh, where God was laying out a command uh, in connection to the Great Commission. Uh, he tells us we're to go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. Uh, it is all of our responsibilities, not just ministers, uh, full-time ministers, uh, uh, evangelists, missionaries. It's all of, all of that. Uh, we talked a little, about, a little bit about uh, the glory uh, of uh, this job. Uh, and it's a job that he's basically, he said, don't worry about, don't worry about when God's going to restore Israel, uh, and, uh, but I've got a job for you and I'm empowering you to do that. And we don't know. Uh, and uh, with all that's going on over there right now, I'm, I'm sure I'll be, uh, well, I'll be preaching about uh, God's plan for Israel, uh, not tonight, but maybe in a message here in the next week or so. Uh, but again, be praying for everything that's going on over there. And it's hard to, it's hard to, uh, all the information that comes, you just, uh, there's deep fakes and all, you know, AI and you, you 
you watch videos and things, it's hard to tell anymore what's real and what's not real. Uh, but, uh, but be praying for uh, Israel and, and the conflicts that are gone on over there. And, uh, but God's called us to be witnesses of the, the living uh, Savior. Uh, the ascended King has been exalted, uh, and, uh, and we're to preach the gospel to every creature. Um, we, I, I mentioned briefly and not fully, because uh, I was going to do a little bit more of that tonight, uh, but uh, when I spoke of ethos, uh, and uh, that's who we are, and what I want to communicate is that if we really understand who we are in Christ and really believe what the Word of God says, uh, the, the underlying sentiment of who we are uh, will, will inform beliefs. It will, it will form um, not just what we think, but the underlying ideology. For example, obviously, if you're saved, uh, you, uh, you read the Bible, you believe in a creator God. He created the world, uh, and we are uh, we're, uh, we've been made by a Creator uh, in His image, uh, and that belief uh, that informs uh, other things, right? So when you when you see science or science falsely so called, uh, like uh, I was reading just a couple minutes before I came in, uh, a news article about uh, some shoes that they found in a cave. Uh, that are like, you know, 10,000 years old and just, uh, and uh, changed all of the, the, because what do they believe? A lot of times they believe that man was millions and, uh, and all these different things and dinosaurs. And, and so we, we know that, well, you should know, we believe in a young earth theory. Uh, and it's not millions and billions. It's, you know, uh, maybe 10,000, 12,000 uh, years old. And so they'll find shoes in a cave uh, and it causes them to question their underlying philosophy about life and the creation of life. Um, but we go, oh, cool, well, uh, that lines up with what we believe about a, a young earth. So our belief in the Bible uh, informs underlying beliefs, who we are in Christ, what he's done, he's created us. Uh, if, uh, if, the, if you believe you came from animals uh, and evolved from whatever, uh, then you act like it. Uh, and, uh, and we see a lot of that uh, in the world today. And, uh, but the other side of that is the, low, the lowliness of, uh, of the fact that we, we are his witnesses. That's our job. Um, we're supposed to humbly uh, live for the Lord and spread the gospel. Uh, and, uh, and we are his witnesses, nothing more. Uh, and, and if God uses us to win people to Christ, then praise the Lord. Uh, but if you believe the book, uh, you know you're living a vapored life, uh, that to be absent from this body is to be present with the Lord, uh, and that we're to live and, and serve Him. Uh, and um, if, if God provides for our basic needs, of, uh, food and uh, shelter and clothes, uh, we're blessed. Uh, God does allow for us to enjoy uh, many things in life, and, and I'm not knocking all of that, but that's not what life is all about. Uh, our life needs to be about the Lord uh, and uh, his calling uh, to be a witness. And, uh, and then I mentioned briefly the suffering uh, that the Bible says that we'll go through. Uh, that word witness is martyr, uh, uh, martus, uh, and uh, we definitely will uh, see more and more of that if the Lord doesn't return. Uh, but the promise that he gives us is that he's going to be with us. Uh, and he promises to give us power, uh, and that power Holy Spirit power is evangelical in its purpose, not political in its purpose, and we stress that. So tonight what I want to do is look at uh, our witness and what are we supposed to, uh, to witness about, 
All right. We are his testifiers. We are his witness. Uh, and I briefly, and maybe you might want to write this down, uh, the, the gospel message in a nutshell, as I referenced this morning, Jesus Christ is God come in the flesh. He died uh, to pay for our sins. He was resurrected uh, and, uh, and sat at the right hand of the Father. Uh, and he calls all of us to believe in him uh, and receive forgiveness. Uh, I believe that repentance is necessary. Uh, if he paid for our sins, we need to acknowledge the fact that we're a sinner uh, and we have repentance towards God and faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, again, nothing to join uh, and uh, no system to climb. Uh, and uh, I was thinking about uh, how uh, a Mormon uh, would try to explain what they believe uh, to somebody who is uh, not familiar with the Bible uh, and all this stuff about uh, you know, t- you know, celestial and telestial, and you can be, a, you know, uh, a god yourself, and just all the crazy different stuff. I'm thankful that salvation is simple. Amen. I'm thankful that the gospel message is a simple message, but uh, it is um, uh, it, uh, the demand on the messengers, us, uh, is a serious demand. Um, somehow we think that people are just gonna we we don't believe that we're in Calvinism. Uh, and we believe that God gives us a choice, and, uh, but we, we act like Calvinists. We, we behave like people are just going to get saved without, without our um, participation in it. Uh, but here's the deal. Uh, God called us to go and to preach the gospel. He tells us to go into all the world. Uh, he tells us to, that we are, we are witnesses, and so the bottom line from this morning is that you are his witness uh, really, whether you understand it to be so, uh, or if you like it or not, that's your job. And so our responsibility uh, is to do that and to be faithful in that until he comes back. We all need to be better. It needs to be, uh, it needs to be a priority in our life. How do I get uh, the people that I am in contact with, uh, how do I transition conversations? Uh, how can doors be open where I can present the gospel? If you've ever been involved in sales, and I know a lot of lot of people do, um, you know, all kinds of different, you know, uh, health stuff, um, Tupperware. You know, the people. I think people still sell Tupperware, uh, and uh, and we we still get it in the mail from one of our family members all the time. Uh, and uh, so uh, uh, I've I've challenged people just to make a deal with the Lord for every time you pedal whatever it is uh, that you're trying to pedal, share the gospel, go one to one. Uh, and uh, and uh, I, I, I've done those things in the past, and, uh, and I've helped people uh, try to, you know, when they run out of all the warm contacts, the people that they know, uh, how do they go up to strangers and, uh, and, uh, and tell them that they're selling something? Well, um, you know, it takes courage. You've got to have something. And it takes courage to be a soul winner, but we are to uh, do that. So the message is simple. The demand on the messengers is serious, uh, but to be an effective witness, uh, we have to have a message uh, and uh, an understanding of who we are in Christ and, and what we are trying to do in our gospel witness. Uh, we have to have passion. Uh, however, um, if you don't have soul winning passion and soul winning burden, you're still supposed to be a soul winner. It's like giving. God loves a cheerful giver, but if, if there's no cheer, you're still supposed to give. All right? And uh, it's, uh, it's God's, it's a, it's a blessing when all the, everything lines up and you love to do it and you have a burden uh, and you're a cheerful giver and that's great. But we have obligations uh, to the Lord, commands that he's given us, uh, and uh, we're to do them uh, whether or not 
uh, we are bought into them, uh, and that is a, uh, uh, you should be. His commandments are not grievous. The Bible teaches us that. And so if there's something in the Bible that God tells us to do and you just have a very super difficult time and you just can't stand that God's ever told us to do that, um, you shouldn't be there in your spirit. You should be blessed and thankful that, uh, that you have that opportunity, that God allows you to participate uh, in that. Uh, but Christians uh, are supposed to be testifiers and witnesses uh, in several different kind of capacities. And the first one uh, I want to mention tonight is that we need to be testifiers uh, of Christ's history, all right? Uh, and what I mean by that, just like as we were on Wednesday nights looking at the works of God and, uh, and, and uh, in sharing, uh, pro- professing and declaring uh, His works to people, uh, is uh, we look at the life of Christ. Uh, again, uh, you know, we believe, the Bible teaches, that Jesus uh, is God in the flesh. Uh, so we talk about the incarnation. I said this is the most wonderful time of the year, but when we get to Christmas and we sing the song uh, that states that that's the most wonderful time of the year, uh, we, uh, we as, as Christians, we try to keep Christ in Christmas. Uh, Jesus, and again, I don't like the, how people is like, oh, uh, like, dear baby Jesus, uh, and say all these different things, and they're very irreverent. Uh, in their, uh, how they refer to God uh, in that way. Uh, But Jesus is God in the flesh. He's not just a prophet. He's not just a good man. Uh, He's either who he said he is, or he's the biggest liar uh, that ever walked the face of the earth. Well, I've got good news. He is God, (laughs) and uh, and I'm thankful for that. So um, for people who don't know, uh, you know, who Jesus is, it's important that we testify uh, of who he is because, um, well, I referenced uh, a TV commercials and I can't remember which outfit's doing it, if it's the Mormons or uh, Jehovah's Witnesses or whatever, but uh, that it's kind of like he's like us. Uh, and the way that they communicate who Jesus is really minimizes the holiness of God uh, and, and helps to curate in the minds of the viewers uh, an image of Jesus uh, that isn't a biblical image. So as I will reference, I always make sure that, uh, and I witness about the Lord, uh, that they know that Jesus is God. Uh, and I don't really get too far into it, because remember, the natural man knoweth not the things of God. They're spiritually discerned. And so, um, but, uh, you know, uh, we've got to stress his incarnation, his life, the life of Christ, the Gospels, being familiar uh, with where Jesus uh, lived and what, what he's done. I've been, uh, of course, blessed because you guys sent us to, uh, to Israel uh, and to be able to see those things firsthand and, uh, and see the word of God uh, come to life. But, uh, but Jesus lived. Uh, in fact, when you talk about the life of Christ, uh, you can resource um, even historical things or Josephus. There's lots of evidences outside of the Bible uh, that talk about Jesus and, and the life that he lived. Uh, and of course, there are so many resources uh, in the uh, uh, Israel uh, to help us with that. Uh, but then we talk about his death and, and why he came, uh, why God came in the flesh. 
uh, and, we, and we talk about the, the atonement uh, and uh, the, uh, the substitutionary side uh, of uh, his death. And by the way, it says shed blood. It's not just his death. Uh, MacArthur and, uh, and uh, many others get that wrong. Uh, it's uh, only by the shedding of blood is the remission of sin. So uh, it's the, the blood of Jesus. It's why we keep it in our songbooks. That's why we don't shy away from it. Uh, and if somebody comes into our service and hears us, you know, what can wash away our sins? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. It's got to throw people for a loop. Uh, but the fact of the matter is still the same. Uh, it's his precious blood uh, that washes us white as snow. Uh, and then fundamental to all of it is the resurrection. Uh, and uh, Luke uh, stated uh, that in the beginning part here about uh, a, a living Savior who was seen and witnessed. Uh, he uh, came out of the grave. Uh, and we, uh, we, we don't serve a, a dead God. Uh, we, don't, we don't set up um, statues and, uh, and images and, and memorials to uh, somebody who lived and died and is no longer, is no longer alive. Uh, and uh, we need to speak of the resurrection. That is a focal point and really the capstone of what we believe in. Without a risen Savior, then everything we do uh, is in vain. Uh, and then not only did he, was he resurrected, but he ascended uh, to the Father. Uh, and he intercedes. He's our, our high priest, our mediator. Uh, the mediator between us and God is the Lord Jesus Christ, not a priest, not a church. Uh, it's, uh, it's Jesus uh, himself. And, and even beyond that, uh, in speaking and referencing uh, something from this morning in Sunday school, the Holy Ghost, the Holy Spirit of God uh, is also praise for us when we don't know what to pray. Uh, and, uh, and I'm thankful for that ministry. Uh, but there are a lot of people who are ignorant about um, who Jesus is. Uh, and they think of Jesus like they would the tooth fairy or Santa Claus. And, uh, and, um, and, and that's just not so. Uh, so we testify of that. Uh, and again, from this morning, I, I talked about um, our testimony, uh, what we've seen and heard, what we've experienced in our own life, uh, how God has made himself real time and time again. Those are all uh, things that you can share with people. Uh, as, a, as a gospel witness. Let me tell you what Jesus did for me. Uh, let me tell about your salvation experience and, uh, and communicate how God has changed you. And by the way, uh, if you are saved, God changes you. Uh, and, and it's such a change. And uh, now, well, let me back up. Uh, there are people that get saved that, uh, that aren't you know, alcoholics and drug addicts and, uh, and you know, mean and whatever, and they're good citizens and, uh, and give you the shirt off, uh, off their back if you needed it. Uh, but without Christ, they're going to die and go to hell. Um, and, uh, but, uh, so there are individuals uh, who you may not see as much of a drastic change, um, but there's still change nonetheless. Uh, and that is for uh, standard operating procedure of the Holy Spirit. Makes you a new creature in Christ. Old things are passed away. Uh, all things are become new. So those who are ignorant of who Jesus is, of the Bible, of the history of Christ, um, that's what we testify of. Uh, and we inform. And they can pick up a book and they can read it, but God tells us we are to be witnesses. And, and um, it, the Christ that we preach and teach um, from the Word of God uh, is right and proper. Uh, and, uh, and by the way, when you are talking with people from cults and they, well, I believe Jesus, I believe in Jesus, uh, they, they don't believe in the same Jesus you believe in. 
uh, ask qualifying questions, uh, have them uh, define terms. And, uh, and uh, like, you know, the Mormons, they use King James Bible. Uh, but they also have the Book of Mormon. Uh, and, uh, but they say, oh, I believe the King James Bible. And I just tell them, glad, and I show them from the King James Bible how they can know Jesus is God incarnate. Uh, and that uh, they've got no chance of having their own world one day and being their own Jesus. And, uh, and so informing them of true biblical history. Uh, and, and by the way, when you do that, uh, there, people, um, uh, you'll be surprised at how receptive they are of, of the truth uh, of God's word. So we testify of the facts of Christ's history uh, as a witness. We should do it whether we like to, uh, whether we're, we have a burden. Uh, you are a witness. Uh, and if that is what you really believe, that, in, it, that informs your belief and you will behave and act in that way. So that's the key uh, to uh, us increasing our missions commitment. Uh, why? Uh, because if we believe people are going to go to hell if they don't know Jesus, um, why wouldn't we participate in that? Uh, why wouldn't we help send the gospel? Why wouldn't we print Bibles uh, to get in the hands of, of people who don't have them? Why, why wouldn't we uh, support evangelistic meetings in, uh, in uh, Eastern, uh, former Eastern Bloc countries? And, uh, we, we would do that. It's in line with what we, what we believe. Uh, I can't go, I can't be in that country, but I can sure help. And, uh, and that's uh, the key to being a soul winner. It's the key to being faithful to church. It's the key to, uh, to, to keeping sin and rooting sin out of our lives. It's the key to everything. Uh, but not only we witness of Christ's history, but we, we witness about the doctrines of the gospel. Uh, I referenced briefly that there are many things that take place when a person gets saved. Uh, when you got saved, you might not have known uh, the word propitiation or justification. Or, uh, but, but when you got saved, you should have understood that you're a sinner in need of a Savior. And that when you ask God to forgive you, uh, that He forgave you uh, and gave you new life in Him uh, through faith. Uh, you should know that and understand that. But uh, when you start reading the Bible, you figure out there's a lot going into it and a lot afterwards, uh, and a lot of things took place. Um, you know, the, the indwelling of the Spirit of God. Um, a, lot of, a lot of people, I don't, I don't necessarily tell them all of that in a, in a gospel presentation, but if they get born again, guess what happens? They're indwelled with the Spirit of God. Uh, and when they're indwelled with the Spirit of God, um, I really don't have to convince them to come to church and, or to get baptized. Uh, but there are a lot of, a lot of people uh, who make false professions as well. So what do we testify? Well, um, the, his vicarious sacrifice for sin. He's our substitute. Uh, we deserve, because we've earned death, uh, we deserve hell. We don't deserve heaven. Uh, and uh, so I inform that Jesus, God, came to this earth in the flesh. He lived and died and shed his blood uh, in my place. Uh, and I testify of that. Uh, and that is why I'm so thankful. I'm, I'm grateful and, and, and try to live with him uh, or live for him, live with him and for him uh, and, uh, and, uh, and share uh, the gospel. His, uh, we need to tell people about his free offer, his free offer of forgiveness. That they, there's nothing that they need to do to earn it. Um, when there are so many systems and so many work religions, and again, I've, I've said, man, I wish, I wish we had a, a works-based salvation because a lot of things would get done <laughs> if, we, uh, if we had to work our way to heaven. And I could, uh, man, I could leverage that 
uh, in so many ways. Hey, you come into the workday? No, well, if you don't, you're going to go to hell. Uh, and, uh, you know, you need to work your way, and you're not working enough. You need to work more. Uh, and uh, so, but, uh, but it isn't a works base. It's all uh, his finished work. Uh, for which we are thankful. Uh, his gift of the Holy Spirit uh, in uh, the indwelling, uh, but also in God's guidance and direction and uh, the conviction of sin and the, uh, the still small voice that He provides for us in, in all the moments of our life when we need Him. Uh, and, uh, and we are testifiers of that. Uh, and if it weren't for the Holy Spirit of God um, in our life, uh, we would, we would be, we'd be blowing everything up. In, in every relationship, uh, every job, uh, everything. But thank goodness, uh, thank the Lord uh, that we uh, have a Holy Spirit leading and that people are in need of these things. And then thirdly, uh, the character uh, and destiny of his church. Um, I was reading a little bit about replacement theology today because of what's been going on in Israel. And, uh, and we don't, by the way, uh, the church is not spiritual Israel uh, and it's a separate thing, and God uh, is going to be dealing with them. Uh, but I did read at one point, uh, somebody said that they should be, Jews should be uh, practicing their religion, uh, you know, um, presently if they're not saved. And, and, uh, and I, I wasn't buying into all of that. Uh, but Jews get saved the same way Gentiles get saved. Uh, and that's through, through Jesus Christ. And, uh, and, uh, and just uh, um, uh, the idea uh, of them uh, perpetuating all that and going. And, of course, they don't have a place, to, a temple uh, at this moment to do any of that. But that's the plan. That's the goal. Uh, and, uh, and we know that God is going to restore all of that. Uh, and uh, that there are going to be 144,000 uh, Jews uh, who are preaching the gospel of the kingdom uh, during that time uh, as well. And uh, pure Jews, 12,000 from each tribe. Uh, and so if you have uh, Jehovah's Witness friends uh, who are not Jewish and have children uh, and stuff, tell them, sorry, uh, you're not going to be part uh, of that 144,000. Uh, and uh, But um, the nature of the church, uh, the commission of the church, the, uh, the calling that God has given and laid upon uh, the church, and, and the ultimate victory that it's going to have over the world. Uh, we know that the gates of hell will not prevail against his church. Why? Uh, because Jesus said so. Uh, and we believe. Uh, and, uh, of course, um, to those who are outside of that, they don't see the importance of the church. Think about it this way. Uh, there are saved people who, who know that they ought to go to church uh, who don't see the merits and the benefits, the blessings of church. <laughs> and uh, so if somebody's lost, um, uh, they're not going to... I was talking with a, um, a witnessing to a biker uh, the other day, and um, uh, one of the uh, one, one percenter type bikers. Uh, and uh, uh, one of the... Uh, what, what I tried to, in a connection in all of that, was I tried to explain to him... Um, the brotherhood uh, of Christianity and churches and the fellowship and the closest. Here's, I believe that you should love each other. Uh, you should look out for one another. Uh, you, uh, as Bible says, especially those of the household of faith. Uh, so we do benevolent things for, uh, for the poor and people without, outside the walls of the church, but we need to be that same way to people inside. Uh, the church as well. If there's a need, we should, we should provide it. Not just pray for, but bear those burdens. And, and, uh, and uh, a lot of, if you think of the, the history, or maybe you don't think of these things. I do because I ride a motorcycle. Uh, but um, a lot of people came out of the service uh, in the military 
uh, and, uh, and, and started, um, you know, the Hell's Angels and everything else because they, uh, they, they wanted, uh, you know, the adventure, uh, but that camaraderie uh, that is present in those types of, uh, of, of clubs is what they, what they long for, their family and their, and their clothes. And you say, well, why were you doing that? Because I was trying to share what the church is supposed to be like. Uh, because if somebody gets saved uh, and they leave that lifestyle or any other type of lifestyle, um, there's important things about the church that we can testify of. But you can't testify uh, about uh, the blessings of being brothers and sisters in Christ uh, if you don't hang out with each other uh, or desire to be around one another. Uh, we don't have, we don't have um, chili cook-offs just to have them uh, or, or fellowships and, you know, just to have them. Uh, you know, there's, you know, you ought to sit by somebody and talk with them and get to know them and, uh, and uh, get to know their children and, uh, and what do you do and, you know, and uh, where do you live? What's your, social, what's your bank routing number? And, you know, uh, and uh, gathering all the intel uh, that you need. Uh, but uh, the Bible's clear. If we don't love each other, we don't love our Father. Um, and we can testify. One of the greatest um, draws for me personally as a, as a teenager was the community of Twin Ports Baptist Church. Um, I could show up there uh, and uh, I'd come to church, black eyes and all cut up and, uh, and uh, smelling like the world and, and, and people loved me uh, and uh, cared for me. And that was the biggest draw um, for me to go to church. Uh, I wasn't seeking, the Bible says there's none that seeketh after God. Uh, but that was a place where I felt um, uh, accepted uh, despite, uh, you know, who I was in my background. Uh, and that's how people who visit our church should feel. Uh, and, and we need to communicate that. Um, but when you share what God's done for you in your life as a Christian, I just don't know how you can um, separate from that, uh, you know, all that God's done through the local church uh, for you as well. Um, so tell people about that. Uh, and uh, man, you got to come to my church. And, uh, and again, people can come on the same day, same sermon, same people can say, well, I felt welcome. Other people, I said, I, you know, nobody even shook my hand. Um, I get that. And uh, we can't be all things to everybody. And, uh, and uh, you know, and um, uh, b- being what that is, uh, if, uh, if you like your church and if you like the people at your church, which you should, um, you should invite people. Uh, and uh, I read a statistic earlier today that, that said, it was a, uh, some poll, it said 82% uh, of people who had, inv- uh, friends of people who are church attenders, it says 82% of friends will come to church if you invite them to come. 82%. Again, statistics, polls, hard to tell what's true about that. But you know what the bad part of that same poll was? Only 2% of the people polled invite people to come to church. So if 82% of the people you would ask to come to church uh, would come if you'd ask them, uh, we, need to, we need to up our game uh, in asking people to come. Um, in soul winning, I, I had uh, in the margin of my Bible uh, in, in Matthew chapter number 28, I read it this morning, and we're almost done. All of God's people said amen. We're hungry for, ch- for chili. Uh, uh, I had... Um, and, I, and I've misread it a couple of times. I wrote it. I can't remember who was preaching it uh, and wrote it in here. But uh, the point one uh, in, of four things that were there said the church is not a soul winning station. Uh, 
Uh, it is a soul winner's station. All right, let me read that again, because I've, I've misread it a number of times reading the margin of my Bible. The church is not a soul winning station. It is a soul winner's station. Uh, and uh, what I understand that preacher to have been preaching is that um, we, we, we don't have church to see about how many people we can get here to come get and be saved. Uh, we come to church to hear messages like what you're hearing today uh, that equip us to, to take the gospel to them. Uh, so when you realize, yes, I'm saved and I'm a child of God, but I'm a witness, uh, and, uh, and I'm a witness regardless of my buy-in to soul winning or organized soul winning or whatever the case may be, um, God's given us power to do that very thing. Uh, and that will undergird everything about your life. Uh, I'm dead to self. I'm alive in Christ. I've been bought with a price. I'm not my own. I'm a bondservant of the Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, heaven is my home. This world is not. Uh, I'm going to die uh, after a vapored life, uh, and I'm going to live forever with the Lord. Uh, so um, what happens here on this earth um, sh- should have in your life spiritual significance. Are there people that are going to be in heaven? Uh, because, because you witness to them and share the gospel. And uh, the, not that they're your convert. Jesus does all the saving. Uh, but uh, will, you get, will you get a soul winner's crown? Um, you know, um, w- that saying, only what's done for, for Christ will last, uh, should resonate with you. Uh, if w- What in my life am I doing by faith? And how am I serving the Lord uh, with my life? Because of who I am in Christ. Uh, and if you really believe that, uh, then of course, uh, it will drive uh, your behaviors uh, as we go into the all, all the world and preach the gospel. So it's a glorious calling. It's lowly in the fact that we are His witnesses and that's all. Uh, there's suffering, there's a promise, but God promises to go with us. And we testify of the history of Christ uh, and the gospel message and what God's plan is for the church. Because by the way, uh, if somebody gets saved, uh, we are to um, uh, go... Uh, and win them, and baptize them, and teach them. Uh, and so it's not just about just, well, you know, we lead them to Christ, and then God will sort them out. Uh, it's, uh, it's, an, it's following up. So if somebody says, ah, you know, uh, I, I led 10 people to Christ today. I'll be like, well, what are their names? Where do they live? Uh, and Because uh, what's the plan? Because you really aren't fulfilling the Great Commission unless you're baptizing them uh, and then teaching them all things. Uh, but uh, there are scores and scores, thousands of churches across our country with Baptists on the door who give no consideration uh, to discipleship and baptism, etc. We've got to get our bat. We got to just get some glass on here and some trim up, uh, and uh, get those waters flowing again. Uh, and uh, and really, if we believe this, uh, we should see those waters stirred uh, constantly uh, because of the people that we're leading to the Lord and, and inviting to church. Uh, and being investing in them spiritually uh, and uh, and helping disciple them, uh, but not being dependent upon uh, full time ministers of doing that, but uh, our responsibility, our job. The Great Commission was given to uh, the local church, uh, not just to individuals, uh, but to us as a, as a as a whole. And so I hope you see that. And uh, my prayer through this next month, and as we go into uh, our missions commitments, that we uh, that we have complete understanding and buy-in to the concept uh, that people need to be saved. Um, you know, I, I'm, I'm thankful, like, for example, Brother Josh uh, McBriar, who just took Tabernacle Baptist, uh, you know, in South Carolina to be the pastor. Uh, but he was like, like a modern-day, you know, 
um, you know, missionaries that we read about. He was actually doing all that stuff, and he was probably one of the best missionaries that we, that we have, that we were supporting. So I'm kind of bummed uh, that he's not going to be on the mission field doing what he's been doing. Um, but I guarantee you uh, that Tabernacle Baptist Church uh, is going to have a revolution uh, in their, their missions program. Um, and uh, so I'm excited to see that. Uh, but what a privilege uh, that we have to, to give and support uh, missionaries and that that's fruit to our account. Um, and, and how we can, we can be involved is one of the greatest privileges that we have. And so I'm, I'm hoping that when you realize um, finally in, in good, in, you know, for all time uh, that you belong to him and that the things that we hold on here and why we won't give generously to missions or why we won't be soul winners or why we won't serve in other capacities, um, it's just really back to like, do we really believe? Do we really believe what we say we believe? Um, because if we do, we would, we would be different. Uh, and so I hope that you see that's my heart. Uh, you know, I'm still going to nag you uh, to be soul winners. I'm still going to, you know, beg you, uh, you know, to, to come to Missions Revival. I'm still going to implore you uh, to come to church and where are you at? I, mean, I called somebody today. It's like, hey, I've been missing you. And the whole time I'm waiting when they, when I, you know, I, on my phone, um, you have a read option on your texts. So when somebody reads your text, it shows red. And so you know that they've read it. Uh, but when they don't answer you hours and hours and hours after you know they've read it, does something to your heart, right? And, uh, and so finally they, you know, actually called me. It's like, oh, no, it's good. And, uh, and this and that, open to be there. Uh, and, uh, and, and it's like, why? I just, you know, I'm still going to call people when they're absent and ask them to come. And why don't you come? Won't you please come? Uh, and, uh, and do all that until, until finally uh, they, it's all done on their own. Uh, because because their, their life has been um, uh, revolutionized uh, by the truth and the fact uh, that everything that they're doing outside of the realm, the spiritual realm of who we are in Christ, is just vanity. Uh, and uh, sometimes necessity, working a job. If you've got to go to work tomorrow, um, you know, uh, don't skip. And don't, you know, don't go to work, um, be responsible and do all those things, but, but know that that's not, that's just a, you know, uh, a means to an end, uh, and, uh, but not your life. Uh, it shouldn't be. Should you give 100%? Absolutely. The Bible teaches us that we need to be faithful employees uh, and, uh, and, to, and to work as uh, unto the Lord. Um, but uh, it's, it's for other things, and, uh, and I hope that you see that. Uh, and, uh, but again, I'm going to nag you about all that stuff uh, and preach it from this pulpit until the Lord comes back. Uh, and, uh, the, but the quickest way, it's like, you know, I heard people say you know, to a preacher, all you preach about soul win and soul win and soul win. All you preach about is soul win. Well, the quickest way to shut the preacher's mouth is just go soul winning. And, uh, you know, a preacher would never have to preach on tithing if everybody tithed. Uh, and, uh, and so if there's something that, you know, um, you hear me soapboxing about all the time, just do a personal inventory. It's like, okay, am I doing that? Or am I not doing that? Uh, that, would be, that would be the place to start uh, as well. Let's all stand tonight, and uh, we're going to pray uh, and have an invitation. And the invitation is just simply, God help me to be a witness. Uh, and, uh, and whatever it is that's getting in the way of that, it could be fear, it could be, 
um, you know, lack of, uh, of Bible knowledge, perhaps you don't know what you're going to say. Um, those types of things can be overcome and, and, and worked through. Uh, but the underlying fact is uh, that you are witnesses, that he's given us power to be so. Uh, so are you being the witness that you need to be is the question tonight. And if not, would you pray? Or uh, maybe you are a witness. Again, you can you cannot come to organize soul winning and still be a soul winner. Um, but is there somebody that you know that you love, that you care for, that's lost? Um, when you come to church, we share those prayer requests, pray for so-and-so, they need to be saved. Um, what can you do besides pray for them? Praying is important. But what can you do uh, to help give them the gospel. Uh, and I've, I've said this many times. If you feel like for whatever reason you can't give them the gospel, then bring me with you and I'll give them the gospel. Um, bring them to church and I will give them the gospel. Um, but that's what they need and it's our job as messengers. Would you pray in that way? As the panel begins to play, either God help me to be a better witness or uh, I'm praying for so-and-so. Uh, that they would be saved and you take that to the Lord uh, and, uh, and then God what can I do um, there's an open can you give me an open door can you, can you give me an opportunity to share the gospel with them uh, then maybe God will put you in a position uh, over a dinner or a family thing or uh, you know uh, a car ride uh, at work and, uh, to where, where you, can, you can ask questions and, uh, and, and share with them the greatest message uh, that uh, they'll ever hear, and that is that Jesus loves them and wants to save them. Uh, and who better to hear it from than you, uh, who is loving them and praying for them, uh, that they would be saved. You have somebody that you know that struggles with sin and addiction and all the carnal things. You know, they need Jesus. And, uh, and uh, maybe they're a professing Christian and they struggle with carnality and worldliness and um, they either need to get right or get saved um, but pray for them but provoke them unto love and to good works